So we were bow fishing yesterday. And one of the things when it comes to bow fishing is you can't aim at the fish. So you have to shoot two, three, four inches, depending on what angle you're at. You got to shoot underneath the fish in order to hit it. So Tiffany, when she goes to aim, she actually shoots like a foot below the fish. And we're like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, well, that's what Tim told me two to three inches is. So that's what I did. <laughs> I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Supposed to come out. It's a blueberry Hubix pie. So it's supposed to come out. It was pre-ordered yesterday. And you're supposed to be able to go buy it today in the can. Well, whoever owns the rights to Hubix pie served them with a cease and desist. Mm. So now they can only serve it in the tap room on tap without right. the label. But I'm going to see if I can get a crawler of it. Yeah. So they're releasing that tomorrow, Dope Whip, which Brenna pre-ordered. And they got a couple other things they're doing. And you said the Dope Whip they're going to put out in yeah. stores? Mm-hmm. Why y'all didn't save this for like the podcast? Oh, We'll, we'll fucking press we'll record. Again. Oh, good thing I did. Look at that. We already recorded. <laughs> got him. Got him. So, so smart. What's up, dude? Hey, Corey. Hey, Hooper. Hey, Hooper. Man, we full of a bunch of hey monikers up in this rig. What y'all up to, boys? Super duper Hooper. What's happening, man? I, I thought it was Super Trooper Hooper. Yeah. Mm. Oh, mm. yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're gonna ixnay that one real quick. So another beer-tasting podcast. These are my favorite. I know. This is probably, we've said this before, it's probably not everybody's favorite that listens, but I'm sorry to upset the five people that listen to it. But, hey, hey, it, it's, it's our podcast, and it it's our matter. mouth holes. It's our favorite. Bro, are you up to five? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably stretching it a little bit. It might be like 4.2. But we made another little trip to saving time today, me and Corey did. Yeah. Played a little golf this morning. Had a good burger from Grand Ridge. Damn, that burger's good. I just wanted to throw yeah. that in there. And then we went to Saving Time, picked up a whole bunch of beer because uh, Hooper was coming over this evening. So last night... Yeah, you got to start off right, with yesterday. Yeah, matter of fact, uh, Mr. Table Fair himself, why don't you tell us what we did last night? So when we did a little bow fishing down in Chauvin, Louisiana, oh, yeah, last night on the Gator Tail. It wasn't the prime conditions out there. No, because the water looked like this beer. Yeah, it, it was, was a little cloudy. It was a little mercury. And I think it was probably because of the past couple of days we've had a lot of rain. Yeah, all that rain was probably just yeah. pulling sediment out and just, yeah. We'll, look, we'll keep looking for excuses. But. Marsh was dirty, well, dirty. It did, But here's the thing. We even talked about it before we went we did. and knew that the conditions weren't going to be great. But eh, so what? Yeah, that shit is so much fun. It's like, yeah, who cares? Whatever. If, if we kill some, great. If we don't, uh, we'll still have a good time. But yeah. we ended up with enough for dinner for the night. And more I even than, More than enough. Yeah, yeah and I absolutely. even... I even thought it was actually going to be a pretty good night because we harpooned the redfish like oh, in the first awful. five minutes, maybe. We didn't do shit. Dude, well, it had to be, what, five minutes? It, what, less than five minutes. No. Tim, let me pause you for a second. Please remind Corey that when <laughs> something happens in this group, this group, that it is a collective yes. oh, okay. success. <clears throat> yes, it I'm was sorry. A team, it was a I'm team sorry. effort. Tim was driving. Yep. <laughs> um, Tiffany was grab-assing. Or... <laughs> Ass nipping or <laughs> yeah. tapping, ass tapping, yeah, ass tapping, <laughs> and um, Connor and Eric um, waved at the fish. No, with some, we scared the shit out of that fish. The fish with so some he arrows stopped, so you so could I hit could a broadside. Ex- that's exactly right. So it was a team effort. That's exactly. right. Tim was the pilot. Tiffany was pointing at fish, and um, 
Eric and Connor both shot on either side of him, pinning him in the marsh. Now you understand. And then I shot him. So it was a team effort. It was a team yeah. effort. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight we all got together. Uh, well, Tim cleaned the fish for us because he's a good old pal. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, we had to play golf. Right, exactly. Yeah. We had priorities well, set. Well, y'all yeah. did it last time, so it, it was my turn. Yeah, it's True. all fair. And we cleaned an entire 100-quart ice chest full last That's right. time. Yeah, yeah that last that. time we took a trip, man, oh, we yeah. literally had to leave because we didn't have anywhere else to put the fish. Right, without we couldn't just, fit another fish in the, in the boat. Yeah, we'd have had to put them at the bottom of the boat and just leave them there, and, and yeah. that's not good for, you know, got to keep them cool. So Not good for the brand. Yeah. <laughs> so then we so so we end up, I, I think I got to bed at about 2.30 this yeah, morning. Something like that. And then Eric and I had an 8 o'clock tea time. So dumb. Yeah, but, dude, that's like yesterday I texted him. I said, hey. We still playing golf tomorrow? What are we going to do? Corey says, well, I mean, if you in, I'm in. I said, well, we playing golf then. Because, yeah. I mean, it's, you're going to make it work. Right. It is what it is. We, It's a long weekend. We got an extra day to recoup. Exactly. And we get to go play golf. So, yeah. Golf was pretty fun. The weather was actually oh, amazing. Yeah. It, was in the, nice it was in the upper 70s. Not a whole lot of wind. Beautiful bluebird sky. Yeah. And we just kind of, we just did a little two-man scramble. Uh, Big Paul, he he met up with us on the back nine, played in the back nine with us, so that was pretty cool. Then we ate a little, did a little manger. We got to eat some burgers, Brandon and they burgers totally at Grand Ridge was well. Yeah, just when you think you couldn't be any more stupid, you go and totally redeem yeah. yourself and redeem themselves. They did because yeah. the last time they had me madder than two motherfuckers in that place. Because not only did I order, not only did I order my food, and it took. Dude, if it didn't take an hour, it didn't take no time. And then when they finally did bring me the burger, that bitch was, it, it was still mooing. The thing was raw. I couldn't even finish yeah. eating it. But I was so mad, I just left out of there. Well, a lady that was the, the bartender, she was there again today. And when I went in to get, like, I think I bought, like, a pack of crackers at the turn. She was like, I, I just wanted to tell you, I'm so sorry for what happened last time. It won't happen again. I was like, I'm over it. It's not a big deal. But... We're probably going to be eating lunch today, so you totally have a chance to redeem yourself. <laughs> so, and she was like, it wasn't my fault, dude in the kitchen. Yeah, he like, ain't there today. Yeah, it's like, whatever. Okay. Just Look, just don't mess it up this time. We're going to be all good. And they did not mess it no, up. No, it's so good. Well, talking about conditions today on the golf course, last night we were talking about poor conditions for the water, but everything else was beautiful last night. I mean, those nights oh, yeah. are awesome. No wind. Oh, Water man. wasn't moving a whole lot. I mean, it was it was nice. And Bugs weren't out, too bad. Bugs weren't too bad. No. And then getting out, I mean, we hit the right time. I love getting out there right as the sun's setting and you're running out there. That's awesome. And then the temperature was perfect. I mean, it was yeah. yeah it was almost actually a little cool on the way back in. It was. It was like low 70s. And on the mm-hmm. way back in, I was kind of like holding yeah. my arms Me crossed. Too. I was like, it's, it's a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we were holding one another, you know, poles to holes. No big deal. But I don't know if you've noticed, but Tim has a buttery smooth voice. Makes my nipples perky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Hooper. <laughs> so, look, while we... Um, oh, you still drinking. You got plenty of beer left. I was about to say, let's crack a lot of beer because well, I'm, I'm about to finish right. up my... Well, we did will. you spill enough on uh, the snozberries? I know. Well, my... Let's talk about what we're drinking right now. Okay. Yeah, this is one that we've had before. Um, and if anybody's listened to my podcast in the past... This happens to be a pontoon, and they know how we feel about a lot of pontoons. However, comma, this one, 
I think we've talked about this one before. Mm-hmm. This one's yeah. actually one of the ones that is really good that we really like. It's Pontoon Brewing Flotation Device Snozberry Edition Berlin of Ice. Uh, and it's a sour. I don't know what the, uh, let's see, black currant, blackberry, raspberry, vanilla, and hold on to your buttholes. Lactose. Exactly. The only other pontoon I've ever had that was that I liked was the PB&J Superfruit. Yeah. Damn, man. I know. That's good. That one's like the, wait, you had that one? I had that one. We were together at um, Port Orleans. Port Orleans. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. That one's like some kind of fairy tale that people just hear about because Mm -hmm. I think the guy said you can only get it in the tap room or something like that. Well, the dude gave me the label. I peeled the label off and got it on my refrigerator. So if I ever see it again, go get some. That was one of the best ones I've ever had. Drive to Atlanta to get some. Yeah, they're they're good beers are kind of few and far between. But other than that, their 99 other beers taste like poo. Yeah. But their labels are nice. They are. You know what's going to happen one day? Some one of the thirteen people listens to this podcast. When number fourteen is going to be like, I know the owner of Pontoon. They're going to say, You got to listen to these podcasts. These dudes are dogging your beer, and maybe we'll get some beers to try or something. Hopefully, some PB and J. Here's what I tell you, and I've said this before. I am actually a fan of Pontoon because every single time I go into Saving Time, their marketing. Yep. Whoever is in charge of their marketing and labels is a yep. genius. Because if they had regular normal labels, they would they would go out of business. Because even though I've learned that I'm not going to buy any pontoons, when I go in that store, I look at all the labels. Yeah. Yep. And they're the first ones that you see yep. when you walk into saving time. Yeah, they are. So I buy one every time I go there for some reason. I guess I mean there's a couple that I like this one. And then you see the labels, it's like, uh, gotta yeah, try, gotta that, try one. that one, yeah. And to be honest, it, it is part of the fun too, is taste testing beer, it especially is. like on these podcasts. So when we go in there, I look at them, look at the labels, things that sound good. Because here's the thing you're not really gonna go and read every single label and say, oh, this one has this in it, and this one has this in it. That takes too much time. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that, especially unless you got bronchitis. <laughs> but. If you see labels that are like, oh, that looks cool, then it makes you pick it up and look yeah. at it. Like, they ain't a bunch yeah. of dummies. We are probably dummies no. because we've fallen for it, but it I'll works. tell you what. If they made beer that tastes good and had those labels, oh they put God. all other breweries out of business. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. All right. But Y'all ready to get some out the fridge and try it? Yeah. So one of the ones I want to try that I'm excited about is the one that Pawpaw highly Highly recommended. So we starting with that. I want to start with that. No, I want to start with the IPA. Okay, Tim. I don't know if you're gonna like this one too much because I I know you okay with IPAs, but I think you're not like a big fan of IPAs. The hazy ones. I mean, but and I don't even really get the difference between uh, what's it. What's the different genres of IPAs? Well, I mean, you know, I am a an IPA <laughs> expert, so I can fill you in. I just don't really have the time to do that right now. So, so this is a double. Okay. When they say when it's an IPA or a double or a triple, when you hear those words, right. it's that's just typically the range of alcohol content. When you get over eight, maybe between eight and nine, eight to ten, it's a double. Over that's a triple. But it's a loose definition. They kind of vary what, when they'll call it an IPA or a double IPA or a triple. Now, does that affect the, the double or triple? Does that affect the taste? Of the alcohol content, like a like a bourbon does, or well, I mean, typically it will because of the higher alcohol content, so it will affect the taste. Um, but um, so so you also have New England style IPAs, which are the ones that we drink, we okay. the ones that we like, 
And then you've got West Coast IPAs, which oh, are... I don't want. Yeah, those things are bit a bit. Yeah, super bitter. Pass. They're clear as opposed to the New England IPAs that we drink that are really hazy and juicy. See, that's what I like, the, the hazy and the juicy IPAs. Where I mean, what is the difference between those? I mean, so, I guess there's just a, it's just a style difference. Well, you got to... I can so, definitely taste the difference. So all the different flavor profiles from the IPAs come from the hops. So there's so many different kind of hops out there that you can use in combination of hops and then whether you dry hop it and all that kind of stuff. Double dry hop it? Yeah, double dry hop it. You know, there's all kind of things they can do to change the flavor profile. It's really all a marketing strategy. Like They, they just made up a bunch of words to make people seem like, ooh, this is a fancy. This is a double dry hop New England West Coast hazy juicy triple made with uh, cryogenic Hermes. Yeah, yeah, That's the kind of stuff that... I tell you what, though, when I was up a couple months ago, I was up in uh, New England, up in uh, Massachusetts and uh, New Hampshire. Man, every and I'm not a huge IPA guy, but every one I picked up there, I loved it. So what we have here is this is what Papa highly touted this one recently, very recently. Yep. Um, so Parrish came out with one. They did a collab with Equilibrium and Equilibrium. Equilibrium is in New York called uh mc ghosts and it was fantastic it was very it was a very super good, good ipa and it was the ghost in the machine face the skeleton face and it had this hair on it so now equilibrium came out with this one called mc squared and it's got einstein's face with that with that crazy hair on it so um it's a double ipa called mc squared from equilibrium eight percent alcohol and uh we're about to try it out yeah, and Pawpaw, for those who don't know, is he's like the goat Everybody when it knows. comes to yeah when it comes to beer tasting and all that and, and I'm writing. Supposed to put it in my little glass. Writing reviews and whatnot, and the review that he saw, or the review that I saw that he did today. Well, I saw it today. I don't know when he did it. Anyway, he basically said this is the best beer that he's tasted from them, and you need to go out and get your hands on it now before it's sold out. So of course. We listened to Paw Paw. We went to Saving Time today, and that's what I was looking for. And that's saying a lot because Equilibrium makes some good stuff. Yeah. So I'm excited about this one. Tim's not too was, excited. No, I am. That was, oh. but, was I supposed to wait? I already did. No, no, no. <clears throat> did, you, did you taste um, the Cumulus Humulus? Humulus no. Cumulus? You never had that one? No. No. That one's really good. Oh, I forgot to tell Nicole to get that from Lonnie. My bad. Yeah, and I didn't bring any. Oh, okay. Because I figured we'd have those three from Lonnie. So this initially for me this is uh this is really good. Really good. Yeah. It is actually. Not a whole lot of bitter bite. It's not. As far as IPAs go, Nicole might actually I wonder if I have to let Nicole she try. She will this. not, bro. She's gonna come in here and be like, That tastes like buttholes. Oh no, I'm not calling her in here because yeah. No. It, it, because a whole train of cackling women's gonna come behind her and we'll never you'll th- this podcast will be uneditable. Yeah, I know. And Papa was talking about some of the flavors that they had in here, but that's a I'm just a big Dude, dummy. This is so smooth. Yeah, I, I don't know how to point all those things out like he was talking about, but this is very good. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. um, actually for an IPA, it's kind of a little refreshing and like a crisp taste to it. Yeah, you gotta uh, we'll 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 try one of those um, humulus cumulus from Gilla one time. I'll make sure we. I got one left. You got one, I have one left. left until you get those from Lonnie. And Lonnie's giving me three because he didn't like them, but because he doesn't like IPAs. This, but um, this is really good. It's really good. The humulus cumulus, but this is yeah, this is very good. Yeah, good job, Papa. Maybe you um, 
might look into doing reviews for beers more often. It's almost like you know what you're talking about. I'm telling you. Is that it? And we're done with it? Is it out? No. But we can't. We're just going to taste beers. Oh. We'll finish drinking it after the All podcast. Right. Okay, you just so they got left some left in the yeah. can. I see uh-huh. you got a bunch in that cup. I, well, I, I yeah. used the wrong cup in your glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm asking him. I'm finished my tasting cup, and I'm like, I want some more. And he's like, No, you can't have no more. But he's got this big old glass <laughs> over there. <laughs> I know he literally poured twice as much in his than he did in ours. It just looks that way. It's an optical illusion. From the, the glass is round, and y'all's is round. That's what I tell everybody. It's an optical <laughs> illusion. Yeah, it's <laughs> not Definitely. that small. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's what's funny is. When we were so we were bow fishing yesterday, and one of the things when it comes to bow fishing is when the light is shining on the water and there's a fish that's a few inches below the surface of the water, that light refracts. So you can't aim at the fish. If you aim at the fish, the arrow's actually gonna go over it. That the fish is lower than it appears in your in your brain. So you have to shoot two, three, four inches, depending on what angle you're at. You got to shoot underneath the fish in order to hit it. So Tim's explaining all this stuff to him, to him girlfriend, and is like, hey, look, you got to aim like, you know, two three, to three inches, inches underneath. The, no, he said oh, over Oh, yeah, fish. at first, that's true. He did say over the fish. And me and Cora looked at each other like, over? And then Tim was like, oh, yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So, <laughs> so he corrected himself. Then he says... All right, you're going to have to aim two to three inches below the fish. So Tiffany, when she goes to aim, she actually shoots like a foot below the fish. We're like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, well, that's what Tim told me two to three inches is. So (laughs) that's what I did. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I guess I guess you got a point there. So that makes sense to me. But yeah, that, that was pretty funny. Yeah, but all seriousness, no, that, that, that shit is so much fun. And look, I'm yeah. going to tell you, bow fishing is, to me, one of my favorite sporting activities because it combines the fishing and the hunting because, you know, you you got the lights on, you're scouting the fish, you're trying to find them, you pull up on them, and then you got to harpoon them with a bow and arrow. I mean, that's just, that shit is fun. I'm not going to lie. It is fun, and even the guys that are really good at it, <clears throat> like myself, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> but still, it's. I mean, it's hard to hit a fish. I mean, you touch the sheep head with your arrow and then let it go. <laughs> hey, man, whatever it takes. Yeah. But I mean, it's what I mean. We're <clears throat> we're looking at probably thirty percent. You might hit out of thirty percent of the fish you shoot yeah. at, and if you're yeah. lucky. I mean, it's hard. I mean, everything you're moving, they're moving, the conditions, all that stuff is happening. It's, so it's, think about that night where we filled up that hundred core ice chest. How many we missed? Right. How many, how many sh- fish we saw to be able to hit? I don't know, maybe right. the how many, 25 that we had. How many fish you saw, but opposed to how many times you let an arrow fly. Yeah. I mean, God, how many times, I mean, how many arrows flew that night? A lot. A lot. Because yeah. remember, you, you we would throw an arrow and then hurry, and you miss, and hurry up and reel it in so you, you shoot another one, it was all over the place. I, I also remember that there was quite a bit of an unbroken streak that I was on towards the end. Just wanted to say I wasn't doing a lot of missing. I don't I know doing if you a remember. Lot of I don't remember that, Tim. Yeah, I would. What I happened would, last night? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't carry that He didn't carry that streak over. Well, he did have an unbroken streak of That's missing. That's right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. He missed yeah. everything in a row. <laughs> The other cool thing about it, too, is that, you know, you take a lot of pride in the whole, the, not only just the sportsmanship of it, but the, even uh, the conservation part where, you know, you're harvesting these animals. We were able to have a little fellowship tonight, cook all the redfish, everything that we killed last night, we cleaned it up 
and and ate it and partook in that that portion of it. So that's a big piece for us too. You know, it's not not going to waste. And I know there's probably some you know big meat haters out there, but the funny thing was when I put a little thing in my TikTok yesterday, one of my partners, Cajun Blood from Donabaya, he he had commented on my video something like. Uh, meat is murder or something like that yeah and i told him i said that booty meat i know he i'm I'm sure he was just poking fun but i said well if meat is murder you might as well lock me up and throw away the key and he commented back he was like yeah same i think kurt cobain said it best when he said it's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings it's a song I don't know. Okay. What you're it's a Nirvana about. song. I don't remember that part. But Something okay. in the way. Why don't you just tell us about this beer? So I don't know anything about this beer. This is one that Tim brought, Zoni Mash, which I typically don't hear good things about, but we're going to try it. it You've is, heard about Zoni Mash before? Yeah. It's a New Orleans brewery. I never heard of that before. Yeah. Uh, it's because it's like kind of like pontoon. tastes like oh. garbage. Yeah, but the label well, sucks. Hold on. I know all about it. Not really. I just saw it on the shelf at saving yeah. time and grabbed it. <laughs> so Zoni Mash, like just like Pontoon, tastes like garbage, but their labels are also tar- trash. Um, but this Bad one combo. is a spiked seltzer. It's not actually a beer. Oh, mm. interesting. It's a Zoni Pop. I just saw it's Satsuma. And it's Satsuma. So we're going to try it out and see how it tastes. Satsuma, Zoni Mash. Hard seltzer. And as yeah. he's pouring this, hopefully he can pour it better than um, Eric did earlier. Yeah, definitely. And oh, my oh it's clear. Oh, wow. Interesting. I wasn't expecting that. You don't have to fill mine up if you don't want to. Well, I want to. Oh, thanks. I mean, you should have said don't fill mine up because I'm a wuss and I don't want a lot. No, because I have a feeling I'm not going to like this and I didn't want to down it all. It actually smells like Orange Crush. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. What does that smell like? Sure does. Sprite? Okay, yep, it smells like Sprite, but with a little something something in it. It's not bad. It's not it's not beer either. It is not. It it looks like Sprite. Yeah, that's not bad it at all, smells but like no, Sprite. It's good. It, it almost doesn't even really take like taste like an alcohol. It doesn't even taste like alcohol. I feel like no. I'm just drinking something from McDonald's. Yeah, that just yeah. tastes like Sprite. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. What kind of alcohol that's that different. thing got? That's what I'm checking on. Let's see. That is def- definitely different. Alcohol content Four and a half, not much. Say not much. Remember, you used to drink Bud Light or Milwaukee's Best, and you drinking them at three percent alcohol. And yep. this is almost like a Zima. It, that is Ooh. exactly. Yep. It's weird. I That's wonder exactly. if they biting off a Zima style. They trying That's to bring it, it back. Is. I think the owner of Zima uh, started Zoni Mash. <laughs> well, they both start with a Z, so it's that making that up. An interesting yeah. correlation. No, but you were talking earlier about. The whole Port Orleans thing mm-hmm. because they got they made a new drop this week. They did. They well, did. not a new drop. Well, they, there's some new. Yeah, there's a new drop uh, tomorrow. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was so, talking about the dope whip. Tomorrow is their fifth anniversary, and they're having a big party kind of deal. Um, so there's a couple of beers that they're going to be releasing tomorrow. Um, one is probably their flagship. To me, it's their flagship. Not as not that it's their flagship because it's not always out in distribution but when it comes out it sells out and everybody loves it and that's um yeah i don't know if, i don't know if flagship is the right term only because i it's feel like their best beer or what they're known for is yeah. the way i would put it like the, when people think 
well, at least for us, when we think Port Orleans, like their best beer, we'll put them on the map. It has to be Dole Whip. It has to be Dope Whip. Yeah. So Dope Whip is being released tomorrow. Brenna made me pre-order some yesterday. So we're going to go pick those up. Um, But they are also going to have in the tap room, I don't even know what it's called, but it's a blueberry Berliner Weiss or a sour, and it's got the Hubig Pie logo on it, even though we called it something different. And it's a blueberry Hubig Pie sour or Berliner Weiss. I'm not sure. So they were going to put it in distro. They were going to sell the can. They were going to sell it in cans. And they got a cease and desist from whoever owns the rights to Hubix Pie or to the likeness of the Hubix well, Pie. Man. But the funny part about it is before we knew that, yeah. we knew that the beer was coming out. We saw the, their little ads on Facebook and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we were about to go pre-order it. But that you couldn't pre-order it. Then we got yep. word that it's only going to be available in the tap room yep. on tap. You cannot buy the cans. And, you know, there's a lot of speculation going on. And we we're like, well, what the hell? It doesn't really make sense. And then, of course, our boy Ricky texted us about the cease and desist thing, which yeah. as soon as he, we both read the text together because he had texted us in a little group. And we were like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know, Paul, Paul kind of made sense today. He's like, those people ain't made a goddamn pie in 10 years. And all of a sudden they went, oh, no, you can't use this without. I, and I understand the law. I know how, I, I know why, but I mean, man, come on. Yeah, but why would you in that in that standpoint? It, money. It, it's, it's not, but it's not pulling in that in that standpoint. It's not pulling any money from them. It's giving them more. Note. It's like free advertising for them, right? It is, but they own no. the likeness. Yeah, but that's yeah, the but thing. I mean, yeah. No, that's the here's the thing. Hubig Pie is not making any money off of this deal, so I don't really blame them from that aspect. They're saying, no, this is our brand. You cannot use our likeness to for you yeah. to profit, right? But the interesting thing is, there is so many beers that oh do that God. stuff right. all of them that that steal you I mean, know look some kind pontoon. of pop culture remember the pontoon the first pontoon we had well, yeah with, with the or tricks even this one snozberries from willy wonka yeah and you had the the tricks rabbit on one yep um you got step brothers mike tyson's punch out on yep. heavy hands i mean you got all kind of shit so what eric and i were talking about this today and, and most of these craft brew people you know companies they're, they're just putting that shit on their labels because it looks cool and it's going to sell beers and we were talking about it today. We're like, you know, Eric asked the guy from uh, Spindle Tap about, man, what if somebody from Nintendo sees this? And he's like, okay, so they'll send me a cease and desist and I'll not be able to sell anymore with Mike Tyson punch out on it. But the likelihood of somebody from Nintendo right. seeing that from Houston, like, yeah, we're going to sue them is, is very unlikely. But you, you come out with a Hubig Pie beer in New Orleans. Right, they're going to see that. Those people are going to see that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I guarantee as soon as that started circulating, they were like, hmm, okay, send some hint, send old Hubig a text message and say, hey, I don't know you was making beer. Where the hell I am? <laughs> That's him. That's exactly what yep. he sounds exactly like. What he sounds like. I'm going to send him a cease and desist. So, uh, yeah, is he from Alabama? I don't know why I just put an <laughs> Alabama accent on. I apologize. So, Brenda and I are going to go tomorrow, and we're going to pick up her dope whip, and we're going to try the blueberry pie, um, the Hubig Pie beer. And I'm going to continue to call it Hubig Pie because they ain't going to send me no cease and desist for saying it. But um, Did they make a blueberry? Bro, they made all kind of flavors. They I made chocolate. I, I, I just don't I remember if they did or yeah. not. But what I will tell you is, to me, Apple is still tried and true, the best one they ever made. Absolutely. And when I was a kid, my dad was a huge bass fisherman. 
And we used to go fishing all the time. And I'm not going to lie, one of the things that I look forward to was going stop at Sammy's Tackle Box in Parody before we went fishing. And I would get either like a chocolate milk or a milk and a Hubig pie, that yeah, apple pie, boy, boy I love it. You can't beat that. Man, oh, God, I love those things. I like the coconut one. What, coconut? A coconut? Oh, yeah. I don't coconut know if had a coconut one. That, that, yeah, I agree. The apple's yeah. a good way to go, man. They're so good. God, anyway. But they also, so back to Port Orleans, because they have, there's an IPA. Yeah, there's a, a cryogenic or Yeah, and we were, and we were talking about this, too. Uh, no, not... Not trying to throw shade at Port Orleans or whatever, no, but because we love them, for we, us, we, we like the yeah, beer. we love we love Port Orleans. We like to support them, but for us, they're not an IPA place for us. And I think a lot of people kind of share that sentiment. Their IPAs are just okay; they're not great. And nobody's really knocking down Port Orleans like, oh, I got to get IPA. Maybe they are. I don't know, but it's just not us. All that to be said, my buddy Ricky, who of course is a little biased, he's a, he's buddies with all those guys. But I trust his word. Mm-hmm. He was saying that they got a new IPA that's coming out today. Do you know what it was called? Cryogenic, I think. Oh, I don't know what it's called, but it's an IPA. It was a very original name. Look it up while I'm... Because they use cryogenic hops. Look, yeah, look it, it up, up when while, I'm talking this. I'll look it up while you pour us another beer. How about that? Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Just Man. look up Port Orleans. But anyway... It's going to be on Port there. Orleans. So Ricky's telling us about this IPA that they're coming out with, and he's saying, man, this thing's going to be on par with some of the spindle taps. And I think he said that because he knows that you and I are big spindle tap guys. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a bold statement. But he was saying it's juicy, it's hazy, it's very good. Well, it's called Cryogen, and, and it looks like the... um. The Frozen movie. Oh, came. I hadn't seen that picture yet. Yeah, it's called Cryogen. Well, if it's got cryo hops, that's we, like Papa said a while back that if it has cryo hops in it, he's getting it. Yeah. So the Hubig Pie one they're coming out with, they called it um, Big Snack or Not So Big Snack. So you can see the likeness. It's not exactly oh, the Hubig Pie. It's a no, stick it figure Hubig Pie, man. It's but a it's, good looking uh, can, though. But uh, So yeah, cease and desist on that. Um, That's a good looking label. New Orleans style blueberry pie sour. So I can't wait to uh, try that tomorrow. And if I can get a crowler of it, because they're not going to put it in this can with the label, but if I can get a blank crowler can, I'll bring that home and we'll, we'll try yeah, it. That's try pretty it out. cool. So I'm looking forward to actually try all those. Uh, you know, you got to have Dope Whip in your fridge. That's just a, that's a must. Trying the new Cryo IPA that they have to see what it's all about. And then, of course, Trying to get some illegal beer. Can we call it illegal beer? The cease and desist one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can call it illegal beer. Yeah, but speaking it's of Port Orleans. Can label anyway. Yeah, we're about to try some Port Orleans. I think you and I have had this one. Yep, you haven't I had, had this one, Tim, yet? Nope. Um, it is called Cream Thickle. And um, so basically, Chase, um, who's the artist and marketing guru over at Port Orleans, um, came up with. Um, the, what was the first one? It was the the it, uh, cream thickle was is is the second one. There was another one we had a Mike Tyson. Um, wasn't it a stout? I don't remember. Or a port or something. Oh, remember. the drum thick. Oh yeah, drum thick. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he came out with a drum thick. I tried that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah porter or a stout or something like that. It was it was basically how Mike Tyson would say drumstick. That's it. I'm calling Mike Tyson right now. So he he called it drum thick. Same thing with this one. Cream thickle is because Mike Tyson would say cream cream sickle, cream thickle. Nice. So uh, it is a um, 
Creamsicle sour with orange and dairy-free vanilla soft serve ice cream. Mm. So um, it's pretty good. Not one that I'm going to be drinking like all the time, but one that I would definitely like sharing with others. I'm kind of excited about this one. Yeah, I know you like these extra little fruity beers. <laughs> oh, wait, you, this, you said this was a sour? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. I know Tim's a fa- big fan of sours. So. Uh, you know, that, that's an interesting. I do like sours, but what's, what's odd to me is I like the Berliner Weisses better but what's like to me what's the what is the difference you know between those but i i, I so, tend to lean towards those I, you know again i'm i'm, I'm you a, can have to get pop on yeah, yeah i'm an ex, i'm an expert so i can't give you all of my knowledge uh but the berliner vice the the regular you know sours the gose or ghost so they're all say, yeah they're all sours right. uh but i think the berliner vice has something to do with like the fruited something or another it's a german style i, I don't want to lie to you I asked, I asked somebody this question before, but I don't think it was Paw Paw, and they were telling me. Do you remember that conversation, or was that me with I somebody else? I do remember else? a conversation about it. Somebody explained it to us. I think it might have been Ricky was telling us. I don't remember. Yeah, but they're all sour. They're all sours, right? And I like them, but what? But for some reason, I'm not a big fan of the Gose or the Ghost. I don't even know how you say Ghost? it. G O S E. I don't know. The, the ones that I've had haven't been the greatest. So there's definitely some kind of yeah, something going on. Yeah, because I towards the Berliner Vices, you know. this Man, this really reminds me of the Dope Whip. So it's basically an orange Dope Whip. Okay. It's really good. It is. I like it better than the last time I had it. And it's interesting, too, because it has that same texture of the Dope Whip. It does. It's almost like it does. it's yep. almost thick enough where you can chew it. You can feel it in your mouth. It's got that mouth feel, as they would say. This is like a, um, it's like an orange juice with the pulp. It is, yeah, for sure. And and so you're so refined. With you know what this is feel. like? You take a, a scoop of vanilla ice cream and you pour orange juice over it. That's what this tastes yep. like. Yep. Orange juice with the pulp. It's good. Very good one. Yeah, but like I said, it's actually better than I remember. Not yeah, it is actually. I was thinking that same thing, but again. It's not something I'm going to drink all the time. Same thing with that dope whip. It's just so heavy. Right. It's very thick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a dessert beer, man. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like a dessert beer. Yeah. You have that shit after dinner and yeah. a little four-ounce glass. And you know what? What's pretty cool is we're going to get to compare it with something else, right? That's very similar. What? Well, or at least the naming similar? Uh, it's a creamsicle IPA. Okay. So oh, it's a completely different style of beer. But, there's, you know, hey, we'll, we'll see the description of the creamsicle IPA from Urban South. and Yep. Um, see if it's got which know, is what right down the street, right from Port Orleans. Yep. Yeah, right I mean, street. like one and a half miles right from down Chapatula. So, there, so there, there's a bunch, man. You've got um, and there's some lesser known ones that we don't visit a whole lot. But you've got a lot of breweries in New Orleans. Um, I mean, typically we go to Port Orleans and we go to Urban South, but you got Zoni Mash, which Eric had never even heard of. Nope. Um, you got Meal. M I E L. You got Courtyard. There's Nola right down oh, the street. Nola. Are they yeah. all in that same area right there? Well, so, there's Urban South, Nola, and then Port Orleans yeah, all right. down the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't ever go to Nola. Uh, there's another one right there too. No, I thought that other one was like a alcohol place. I mean, not. I mean, like not beer, but like oh no no like no, no, no whiskey like kind of like a distillery. About. Yeah, yeah. yeah I couldn't think of a word. Yeah, I'm I such know an which idiot. one you're talking about. No, there's place. another I'm one. Sorry, there's another one. It's either. Uh, I don't, it might be Miel or, or it's another. But there is another one right there. We just don't go to it. Well, wait a minute. Where's, um? You know, remember that one that 
We we loved it. It came in that blue bottle. Yeah. Who what was that? I'm that was a saison. Yeah, it was a saison, but who makes that? I can't um, think of it. I got one left. Courtyard? My... Courtyard? I don't think so. Courtyard brewery? I don't know. Well, think about it. It's, it was La Famille. Wait, was it La Famille? Yeah, La Famille? that's the name of it. That's the name of that's the, the name of the, the beer. The beer, but not the brewery. I don't know. It's whatever. Well, what's interesting is how they're all in that little area. I mean, I wonder if that's just chance or is there a reason for it? Yeah, you got. I don't know. Courtyard, uh, Nola, Port Orleans, Urban South. Yep. Um, Brew Carre. I never heard of that oh, one either. No, no. Yeah. Uh, that's on Decatur. Meal. Um, and of course, you got Faubourg. Oh, Parlo. Was oh, it Parlo? Parlo. Parlo. Parlo Beer Lab. That was Where the is one. that? Because um, they talk about that guy like he's the mad scientist, like he's some kind of like Lesseps. genius. I've been to Parlo before um, at 634 Lesseps. I don't know where that's at. either. Funky microbrew tap room with a patio. Hmm. Maybe okay. go check it out sometime soon. But there's a ton, man. Um, yeah. I mean, ones you I don't even not, you've never even heard of before. I am not a fan of Farber. Farber. I hate the way. I can't. Even well, it's just it. Dixie. They ain't fooling nobody. I, I can't. Even, right. I mean, none of their stuff I've I've liked. Yeah, me either. All right. So, um, all right, that was Cream Thickle. Do we want to compare now and get the Cream Sickle IPA from Urban Sal? Yeah, I mean, I don't so, think it's going to be much a comparison because this one's almost like you said a, a, a dessert beer, whereas that IPA yeah, it's is a completely different style yeah. of beer, other than the name. Yep. But I'm excited to try this one. While he's pouring that, man, you mentioned something earlier when we we're talking about the jumping subjects here. That's okay. We're going back to bow fishing. We're talking about like the conservation of it, right? And doing it's very unique, and, and it's great to be able to do what we did last night and come right to the table with it today and be able to eat it and share it with our families and friends. But and you're talking about just people kind of hating on the that type of fishing or hunting and that type of stuff. But now there seem to be a ramp up of people, fishermen disliking bow fishermen. I've heard this already. Yeah. Yep. And Matter of fact, when I I told, um, well, he's not really. I told one of the guys from work when, uh, before I left Thursday, uh, he was like, yeah, we're going, uh, I think his dad has a camp in Cocodree. He's like, yeah, we're going to Cocodree. Uh, I'm going to be out all weekend, Memorial Day, whatever. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, we're actually going boat fishing tonight. He was like, well, you know, that's something I've never done before. I've been wanting to do. I've never been boat fishing. I was like, man, this shit is so much fun. And he said, my dad actually hates people that boat fish. I was like, what? That was the first I had heard of that. He was like, yeah, he's saying, you know, like a guy can go fishing in the in, in the day and, and get a bunch of redfish. And then at night he can go bow fishing and get another limit and, and all the redfish are just going to go away. No, that's illegal. Well, it doesn't it matter is, how it is, you it is bag illegal. them. The but then, the he, limit. <laughs> then right after that, Alex was like, well, but I mean, you know, we can go out and fish and there's redfish everywhere. So it's probably not really dinting anything. Yeah, but, or you can just go fish at night under yeah. lights. Right. So so, what's the argument? Why do they hate the argument? Fishermen? So there's a bunch of arguments. Well, a lot of it is one of it is is just the more people out fishing, right? Like all these people. Was there boat anybody else? It, out that's there my point, right? If you night. pull up to a boat launch, especially like the the popular boat launch where a lot of people go out and fish, if you pull up there on a Saturday night, you might see two bow fishing rigs out there, and you pull up there on a Saturday daytime, and there's a hundred boats, yeah. right? So I've the, never seen another boat fishing boat out there while we were out there. I've only seen it a handful of times, and the only times I've seen it is charter guys out there. Yeah. 
the other argument to it, and this is the legal argument where they were trying to ban bow fishing and try to um, limit some of the regulation on bow fishing is that they were, and it sounds like it makes sense until you actually do it, which happens a lot with everything in our society this day. But the measurement and shooting, because, you know, if you shoot an undersized fish, the fish, the, the fish it's is dead. dead. It's not you like can't you can throw, throw it back. back right? But here's my argument. If you knew what you were talking about and you actually went bow fishing, you would tell that there's, Absolutely. you cannot shoot an undersized fish. No. I mean, it, look, it's possible, but it's very unlikely. Right. It is more likely that you hook an undersized fish and that fish dies and you're trying to release him than, yeah. you, than you actually shoot an undersized fish. I mean, how many undersized redfish do we see when we're bow fishing and we're like, oh, look at that little redfish. You can see it. You know it's small. You don't want to shoot it. Yep. You don't shoot it. And here's what I... Uh, the, we're shooting ones that we know. We, we ain't shooting no 16-inch redfish. We're shooting 20 to 30-inch redfish. Yep. And this is the other thing, right? Is that how hard is it to shoot a 30-inch redfish? Yeah. Try to shoot a 12-inch right. or 15-inch right. redfish. Right. The other thing I tell everybody is, when you, for some reason in the water, when you're looking at those fish, they look smaller than they are. They look a lot smaller than they are. So I always tell everybody, when they see a fish... And they're like, oh, I'm not sure if that's big enough. I'll always tell them, shoot it. Because it's always bigger than what you think it is. I mean, you'll see the obvious ones that are no doubt right. too small. That's what she said. <laughs> everything we saw. Everything we saw. Everything we saw. Was way more than the limit. Dude, that's what all we saw last night was hammers. We yeah, saw some big night. monsters. Yep. yep. i tell you what. Man, this, this is beer really, is good. It is really good. Yeah. Very good. Dude, this is really good. Creamsicle IPA from Whoa. Urban South. Yeah, that is um, that very is damn interesting. good. It is very for an IPA. I don't what know if I've tasted. Hell? I've never tasted anything like this. That's uh, that's probably. It's not really sweet, but that's probably the sweetest IPA I've ever had. Sunshine Haze Dream Creamsicle IPA from Urban South. It, that is really good, man. That's good. Interesting. Contains lactose. Oh, I kind of figured that. That yeah. that's definitely the smoothness. That we tasted. So a lot of these other beers, you'll you'll get a hint like the one we were talking about earlier. It tastes like kind of, kind of remind you of this other beer or that beer. I have I haven't tasted anything remotely close to that. The only well, I don't even really want to call it close to that, but the humulus cumulus has a different type of sweetness to it. It does. That one is very very good. One of my favorites. It hits you with that IPA and finishes with cotton candy. I know that sounds weird, but every single person that's tasted it has said the same thing. It's a sweet cotton candy Except finish. for Nicole. Well, Nicole says it hits you with the butthole and finishes with a turd. Now, but. Brenna, Brenna actually <laughs> described it really well. She tried it and um, said it tastes like like tricks or Fruity Pebble milk. Fruity Pebble cereal milk on the finish. Mm-hmm. Like that, that creamy, milky, but fruity flavor. It, it, it's good. Well, but that this one, is damn good. Yeah, it is really good, right? Like the initial is right away the IPA, and then it finishes it, that that sweetness you're talking about. It's like quick. It comes in quick, and it finishes that way. It's really good. Well, that's well, that's the thing about this one. I don't think it hits me with the IPA. I think the IPA and the orange hit at the same, same time, and it's just like same sweetness. Time, yeah. To me, it just hits me like sweet. Like so, so the last one we described as orange juice and ice cream. This is very similar. It is. And we didn't think it was. I said, well, oh, and it's the two different styles of beer. It's not going to be similar at all. That's it is. That's what I thought. It's very similar. But initially on this one, you get that little bit of bitterness just for just a yep. split second before. It's yeah. damn good. Yeah, yeah. really good. I was surprised bad. by that. Yeah, and I think this is uh, the perfect beer 
that we can end this podcast on so that we can go back on the front. I want to share this with some of the ladies because I'm curious to see what Nicole has to say about yeah. this one oh, and the other like one. So. Hey man, I got, I got one more thing like to say butt. before we finish. Okay, here. go ahead, Timbo. So awesome weekend, right? That oh, for sure. Off. Memorial Day and weekend. And we're just starting. And we're just starting. It's just starting. It's just starting. Friday. That's right. But just remember what, what this weekend's about. Everybody likes to go out, have a good time, yep. enjoy their family and friends. But just remember what this weekend's about. All those guys that have... He'll pay the ultimate sacrifice so we can enjoy these weekends. Like yeah, that's a good point. Yep. And on, on that same note, Tim, I'd like to thank you for your service <laughs> for uh, doing what you did for to fight for our freedom and stuff like that. So we definitely appreciate you yeah, and man. the guys that that are around you that have done the same. Show. Sure. So, yeah, so we got a couple of these guys near and dear to our heart: A. A. Ron, yep, and Tim especially. Yep. So, uh, A. A. Ron listens to this one. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, that, might for be, sure. that might be eight people that listen to it. Six. <laughs> okay. six. We got to yeah. convince them to listen. Yeah, me. definitely. And until next time, say hi to your mom and them, Pummy. <laughs> <laughs>